You tune into Brick by Brick, the official podcast of the Prestige Group. I'm your host RJ Rubina, and we are in conversation with Dr. Rizwan Razak, the Joint Managing Director of Prestige Estates Group. Dr. Rizwan, welcome to the show, and thank you so much for joining us. Add prestige to your life. Brick by Brick. Brick by Brick, the official podcast of the Prestige Group. If you had to describe your childhood in one word, what would it be? Incredible. <laughs> Couldn't be better. I Absolutely. Think. Yeah. Any incredible stories that you like to share with us? Not really. We grew up very differently than what we are today. It was very the background in which we came was a, a very middle class family background. Yeah. So you are an extremely passionate person. Did you have any unique uh, hobbies or interests even when you were a kid? Oh, I did. Uh, climb trees, fly kites. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Break bones. Yeah, break bones. Also, I had that uncanny habit. Okay. I broke every bone in my body, including my skull, my back. Then uh, I think I was one of those that's prone to breaking bones. So each time I fell off. We never went to the hospital. We went to a fellow called Puttu doctor. Puttu yes, doctor, yes. and he fixed it. So you were quite famous. Yeah, quite famous. For that. Yeah. <laughs> he knew you quite pretty well. Quite naughty also in those days. <laughs> yeah, we lived in a large home with a when I say large home, a home with a large compound. Yeah. Which had many trees and it had terraces, etc. Which was a cause for uh, falling down and breaking bones. So that's that's that was the because dad never used to be home. He was uh, busy. At his shop, and it was my mom that was the one who was looking after. But we had a lot of neighbors in the yeah. neighborhood where we used to do what I told you, fly kites. And yeah, yeah, and it was a big joint family. Joint family so as well. So obviously yes. with cousins and exactly, it was a lot of. Exactly. Those yeah. are the days that's never going to come back. When you were in school and or college, which was your favorite subject? A subject was to <laughs> enjoy life. That's all that was. In college, it was Brigade Road. That was the favorite subject. <laughs> Because the college was in Saint Joseph's, uh, sorry, in Brigade Road. Yeah. And we used to land up to Koshis. There was a Koshis in Brigade Road, which many people don't know. And there was also a breeze which had a jukebox. Okay. So that's where we spent most of our time, uh, not in the college campus, but on Brigade Road. So that was the favorite subject. One of the things was there was a teacher called Papa Yates. He used to teach us maths and sometimes some some subjects in science as well. Frail man, very elderly, very frail, cotton suit. So one day I took a called a sting sting bomb gas. I took too much of it, ferrous sulfide and sorry, uh, sulfuric acid and some ferric sulfide. The smell was bad, and then um, uh, because of me, somebody else got caught. I escaped. Uh, I had a straight face, and the guy, the backbencher, got caught. These are things. Once a little uh, cracker we had when Mr. Ayer used to do question papers on the. Uh, what's it called? Cyclostyle them, yeah. That was a machine called a cyclostyling machine opposite the teachers' room. And most people didn't know that cyclostyling machine had a had a carbon paper, and that carbon paper was dumped in the uh, the waste paper basket beside the cyclostyling machine. So if you wanted any question paper, all you had to do was to get the carbon paper, and you had the questions that were appearing for the exam tomorrow. So, are you still in touch with your college friends? No, actually, I have. I'm not saying I don't have. I do have, and thanks to Facebook and WhatsApp, 
we've got connected somehow yeah. and most of them see i was in sinjosa school and most of them were anglo indians and quite a few of them are in uh, australia and few of them in goa as well we do share a bond i think couple of years ago we celebrated 50 years of passing out yeah uh, it was quite nice <laughs> we celebrated at uh, golsha it was covid days but in spite of it i think we had 25 30 of them coming from various parts of the country very recently i met someone from school uh, after 50 years so it was nice mr razak uh, what has been your biggest awe moment maybe i can say that you know when we first moved to an office on an infantry road would be that yeah first are always yeah. special those are, those are the moments that you know get stuck in the head let's now talk about you as a philanthropist so you're actively involved in charity and one of the um, most notable one being terry fox run which is a ta- See, terry fox run happened few years ago i got I was involved in it for for maybe five six years we did a sincere amount of collection because you know if you have somebody who who has uh, the way with all and people know that you know he's not collecting to pocket it you get a decent amount of support from many people it's easy i also could have contributed that money instead of doing it but then it's a community service you know it's an awareness terry fox run does only one thing all the money that is collected doesn't go to an individual it is for cancer research it's it's for nothing so i ran it for 6 7 years and i i said you know you can't hold on to you hold on to it as your uh, birthright so you have to pass it on to the next guy anyway they ran it little differently and then i think ran it to the ground so i'm not sure whether it's still happening if they do i, I always on that particular day uh, go and participate or participate even giving some funds etc etc any other initiatives that you are associated no, see we do a lot of initiatives but most of the initiatives now are all quite like during covid time we gave food i think we did some 30 40000 meals a day we gave food packets uh, uh, at that time the distribution was done we at the time and people needed oxygen that was supplied by us but i'm just saying is one of these as an example as a community service but beyond this also there is support to the people that today need it the needy is in the in many forms including medical help for uh, somebody who's doing the job i always tell them that you know i can give the money i don't have the time to go and do what they do they are the angels we are only the cause to make sure that you know we can i can only give the money i don't have the time going there and those guys go there hold hands take them make sure that you know they are they are treated hardship is bad and today medical treatment is very expensive as well you're also a golf enthusiast so do you are you still playing do you still manage to find time <coughs> no to? i do find time in fact i had quit golf because uh, i found more solace and uh, after the book i found more solace and more pleasure in photography i used to get up early in the morning go and see birds we've seen your instagram account very recently again restarted because now we've become a five day week so what to do on a saturday <laughs> is clueless so i think the best thing is to uh play golf because today i feel that you know sunday i want for my, to myself i want my time so on that note i'm very curious to ask you this question i know you do so many things how do you manage to find time for each of actually these there things? there is no time you make the time time is never there and if if you sit here my phone wandering uh i don't have people knocking the door it it is how you manage your manage your business and manage your time that's how it is 
but i'm sure if you can give us some tips because today's youngsters see i'll tell you have, the tip is i'm not talking today yeah i'm talking before we had uh, cell phones or mobile phones and never never ever called anybody uh, home when i say home that is before 9:30 or after 6:30 for work that's his time and similarly i don't i don't like anyone calling me for work before 9:30 and after 6:30 want anything you call me during office hours or you come to the office get your work done so people started believing that you know he doesn't he is very particular about being disturbed so once that word gets around then you know you time automatically gets uh, uh, synchronized for example if someone calls you at 6:30 or 7 o'clock asking for a question you may have the answer you might not have an answer the answer that you don't have you say you wait let me uh, get back to you so what you do is you call Uh, the person who can give you that answer now that person to who who you have called friend or girlfriend or with somebody he doesn't answer now what happens is after half an hour he sees is that uh, there is a miss call from the boss he gets paranoid then you know when i don't want him to call he calls back then he calls back and says you know this is the answer then i have to call back another 5 or 10 minutes later to this person and say you wanted this this is what it is but in the process you lost two hours So if it's any information or uh, uh, thing is there if it's work wise call during uh, work time really works well for you there's no sense in calling on a holiday or on a sunday so i don't disturb anyone even if i have any amount of work because we are not selling oxygen i really hope and wish people sure. learn this because no, no, they have to respect each other's time yeah. yeah because i think today the biggest challenge is work life balance and correct. if people learn correct. this correct. Correct. then we're all sorted yes. <laughs> you also love f1 Yes. So you uh, you're an avid follower of F1. So which is your favorite team and why? Just now F1 is my 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 team is Mercedes because I have a Mercedes and strangely for the other than from the last two years uh, they've been winning this now the thing changed because you know it has to change and uh, I think speed thrills I think. So that's what it is. I've also witnessed uh, what he call how do you say physically I've been to maybe 15 of them. 15 at various countries have been to these f1 races i'm sure every f1 uh, fan would want to ask you this question that will the prestige group develop a landmark property to encourage f1 sports in india no we did consider this because at the time when they were f1 was considering to have a track in india uh, f1 was brought into india in some place in delhi i think it was there for two years because there's no continuity by the f1 team that you know they'll remain with you for Uh, 5 years 10 years or 15 years as a business it's not worth it okay i'm going to ask you a few rapid fire questions so what's the one thing you always carry in your wallet actually at one time i used to carry a plastic card credit card because you know you are insecure you know but now i think uh, it's it is not in the wallet but in my pocket i don't leave anywhere without the phone i think everyone is the case the case because everyone is insecure without it where would you travel if you knew that that you know you would stay there for a year i would probably be in sri lanka if i were to live for a year because i think that you know compatibility as a uh, in terms of food i'm talking of first is comfort zone is food and stay and then uh, help you have domestic help you have uh, somebody to drive you around so unlike places in the europe i think uh, asian countries is far better so 
I would probably choose uh, Sri Lanka if I had to stay stay there for a year. A book that you would strongly recommend to youngsters? You know, there are two books that come to mind. One book was, you know, what we did in school. It was a book called The Animal Farm by George Orwell. Really teaches how power changes a person. You know, it starts from all people are equal and then, you know, it changes from all, pe- all people are equal and some are more equal than others. Then other one that I think I would recommend to read that Who Moved My Cheese. That is a very perceptive book and it, it can be taken in any context a person wants to suit his, his uh, her lifestyle. Mm. I've heard you are a foodie. So if you could choose to eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it I be? I can eat masala dosa for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Oh. Uh, for the rest of my life. <laughs> okay. Without getting bored. Oh, really? Yeah. So what's the weirdest combination of food you've ever tried? I've had uh, every form of food. There's nothing that I've not uh, missed. Anything that's edible, I have had. I've had in India. I've had overseas. Uh, there's nothing that I have. Only thing that I don't eat in food is uh, pork because it is banned by. But I think mentally, I think you're psyched not to, not to try it. But otherwise, I'm, I'm not averse to anything. Your favorite restaurant, sir. Ah, depends because you know if it is biryani it is different if it is dosa it is different in dosa also there is uh, five or six I think I can write a book on food what item is worth spending money on I think um, worth spending money on is uh, maybe a peace of mind nothing else I'm a man of limited wants I don't have I don't I don't care which car I drive which car I sit in whether one day I was getting out of Copperach that's where uh, one of our office was there used to be one guy called Salim. And I, I went there, my car wasn't there. I needed to go somewhere. So as I was getting out, he was on his uh, motorbike. So I said, I stopped him. I said, can I sit? sit? And I need a ride. He said, sure. I got on. As I got out, there was somebody from uh, Vijaya Bank, Vijaya Finance or something. It was a lady. She said, Mr. Rizwan, what happened? I said, this is what this business is brought down to. <laughs> so, uh, the thing is, Others care, I don't care. What do you wish you had more time for? I think wishes now, now currently I wish I had more time for my grandkids. Because they, uh, it's tremendous joy. So whatever time I get, I, I spend it with them. One story that you would very proudly tell your grandchildren. Yeah, the only story I would tell is, tell them that whatever happens, please do what I didn't do. Sit under the tree and drink coconut tree and drink pineapple juice. <laughs> What's on your bucket list? Bucket list, I think it's all, it's all done and dusted because, you know, earlier I used to travel. Now I don't even travel much. My travel is from work to home and home to work. That's it. What would your message be to the next generation of leaders at the Prestige Group? Oh, they have to follow the same principle that we are following. Be honest, be straight, deliver more than what you promise and make sure that, you know, if you have taken any money, it's your moral responsibility to make sure that you deliver. Absolutely. And any message that you would like to uh, give to the budding entrepreneurs who are trying to start off? Message is always be happy. That's all. And never strive because if you don't dream, you don't reach. You don't, uh, the dream, dream doesn't become a reality. Don't stop dreaming. Wonderful. Well, on that note, thank you so very much, uh, Mr. Rizwan Rosak. It was amazing having you. And I think uh, we've learned so much and we've heard so much. And there's only one thing that's on my mind is how do you manage to do it all? So that truly is an inspiration. Uh, Thank you. I do it all with a smile. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Thank you for being a part of Brick by Brick. Bye-bye. 
Stay tuned for yet another episode on Brick by Brick, the official podcast of the Prestige Group with Mr. Noman Razak. Joining us from Prestige, the man store on Commercial Street, Bangalore. The sanctum sanctum of the multi-million dollar entity. After a period of time, they've got used to the format. They've got used to the people around them. So they were very content with what they would get. But today, the contentment is not there at all. They are very, very, you know, distracted with the phone which has come in today. Not going to sell the space, but we're going to own it and we'll keep every tenant in, in line. That is how you're successful. God has given me everything. <laughs> Stay away from mobile phones for at least two hours a day. Not the sleeping time, but work time you need to stay at two hours away. I think you'll be happy. Prestige to your life. Break by break. Brick by Brick, the official podcast of the Prestige Group.